0: up family listen i want to share something with you that uh so i shared i shared the episode this morning and uh you know i i shared well i shared a lot of stuff but let me just get right to what i want to say today listen uh and i think this is going to be quick because i'm actually in between clients but i wanted to record this for you because i think it's very important Um, the thing that, let me go ahead and turn, Hey, turn the theme music down. Like I'm talking to somebody else. I'm the engineer (laughs) anyway, listen. Um, so I was just listening to, uh, some, some things today. And as I'm listening and thinking, I realized that uh, I didn't give you guys I don't know if you get, I don't know if I gave you any prescription today, but I know if I did, it was, it was, it was incomplete. Let me give you this piece. Remember, I've said in the past that the only place that your world exists is in your mind, right? Everything exists in your mind. Um, so I'm learning about spiritual warfare. I grew up in the Pentecostal church, uh, Sometimes we call it crazy church, right? We grew up in a Pentecostal church, and so everything was over-spiritualized. Because of that, uh, I can admit in my life, I've been leery of super, I'm calling it super spiritual things, so to speak, like spiritual warfare, uh, somebody randomly speaking in tongues, prophecy. Um, I would never admit that uh, I'm kind of leery on those things. I just let folk do what they, you know, do. But today, as, I, as I'm listening to Tony Evans about spiritual warfare, I I felt a strong urge to come on and talk about this real quick, just to add to what I said this morning, right? And it's this. Uh, he made some very valid points that I knew, but I honestly just never thought. I hadn't thought about it, hadn't put two and two together. It's like I got both twos. I got a two over here and I got a two over there. I just hadn't put them together. And as he's putting them together for me, I'm like, oh, I got to go tell the people, listen, the spiritual world or the spirit world is the real world. This I do know, right? I'm not. so So let me just tell you, I'm not about to share things that I don't know and believe, Right, I didn't dismiss everything from my upbringing, Uh, so I'm about to share with you what I know and just some insight that I just got from Dr. Tony Evans that I believe will help you in your marriage and in your life. So, the spirit world is the real world; the physical world is just the manifestation of this world. And I know I'm going to go fast because I got—forgive me—I got a client coming up in about thirty minutes, and I I don't anticipate this being thirty minutes, but I got to get ready for that anyway. um, So. The spirit, the spirit world, is the real world, and and the physical world is a manifestation of the spirit world. And I've already always known that. Here's one of the things. One of the major things that I forgot, which means the enemy has been doing what he does. The one of the main things I forget, I, I forgot, is the fact that Satan is already defeated. Now, um, what I'm sharing you may not know, believe. I don't know if you believe it. I'm just sharing it. You do what you want to do with it, okay? Whoever it's for will get it. But he's already a defeated foe. And, sorry, so so what that means is when you're doing life and going through things, um, whatever control the enemy has over you, you had to give it to him. Think about this. Uh, this is something I was thinking as I was listening to Dr. Tony. Um, if, if somebody's going to rob you, like if they have a gun and robbing people is what they do, they're going to walk up to you, put the gun in your face and rob you. Like, that's what they do. They're not going to try to persuade you out of your possessions. Like, they're not going to try to talk you out of your possessions. If they have the power, the gun and the bullets give them the power, if they have the power to take it. You feel me? Okay. So when Satan shows up in the garden, if he had the power to take the dominion of the earth from them, he would have just took it. I mean, he's a spiritual being. He 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 needed a body. That's something I, I, I think I learned that today. That was powerful, that uh, demons, they need a body to operate. Paul says we don't wrestle against flesh and blood, right? We don't. But when you are battling flesh and blood, it is the demonic forces behind the flesh and blood. And you need to go to the spirit realm, i.e. put on the whole armor of God, pray, use his word, and do those things. And so if Satan had the power to take the dominion from Adam and Eve, he would have taken it. But he didn't have the power to do that because God, who is Lord of all, gave it to Adam and Eve. And watch this. The Bible says that Adam and Eve, or he says that it says that man was made a little lower than the angels. Now, remember, Satan was an angel. Jesus said in Luke, I saw Satan fall like lightning, right? Satan tried to rebel against God. Him and a third of the angels fell with him. The Bible says that hell was prepared for Satan and his demons. Okay. It wasn't prepared for you. So, I hope you don't end up going there because it's not for you, but you, depending on how you live on this earth, you may go there. Anyway, Jesus said, I saw him fall. So Satan was an angel. And and the point, one of the points that Dr. Doctor Evans makes is an excellent point, which is this. And I just state to think, end. I promise I'm tied into what I was sharing earlier today. But um, the thing is this. So with Satan being an angel who is higher than humans, so to speak, right? The Bible says he made us a little lower than the angels. After casting Satan to the earth, because he didn't cast him in the hell, he cast him to earth. Hell is at the end, right? But he's already defeated. So he cast him to earth, gave man dominion over the earth. Satan tricked man out of the dominion, persuaded, made Eve focus on her lack instead of her abundance. She ate the fruit, disobeying God, giving Satan the dominion, that God had gave Adam and Eve. Now, God making man a little lower than the angels is making a statement to say I'm making something lower than you that's going to have power over you, Satan. Do you understand that so so when Adam and Eve gave the keys of the kingdom, they gave them to Satan. He had them until Jesus came. When Jesus died on the cross, and all of this is in Scripture, I'm not making any of it up, right? So so when Jesus came, died on the cross, Satan was defeated right then. Jesus said, I, I rendered Satan powerless. He has no more power. That's what Paul talks about in Romans when he talks about the power of sin, having dominion over you. You're not a slave to sin anymore. Jesus broke that. So if you're living in sin, it's because you have given the enemy authority over you. That's the only way he can operate in your life at free will is if you give him authority. He can't take it. You have to give him access to your hopes, your dreams, right? You gotta, and 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 he wants you to believe about you what he tells you, as opposed to what God God's word says about you. So in your past, when you was molested, neglected, abused, and whatever happened. He wants you to believe all of that was because you are no good. And that's what you've been. You still believing I'm not good enough. But Christ canceled that. Right. So you are believing a lie. and, And by believing the lie, you are living your life as if you are not good enough. That is why the Bible says whom the son sets free is free indeed. Some of us have been set free but we're not living free. It's like the prison door is open, but you haven't exited the prison. You're still staying in the cell. But there's no lock on the door. And I'm encouraging you to leave. So, here's the thing. Your world exists in your mind. The battlefield of life is in the mind. That's where we have, spiritual warfare. How do we engage in spiritual warfare? Prayer, right? Prayer. The enemy does not walk around with a pitchfork in a red coat, and a cape, with long teeth and a pointed head. If he did, everybody would recognize him. He is a deceiver. That is his number one skill, deceiving, because he's trying to trick you out of your blessings. God has established blessings for you. There are things he's already established, but you give them up when you live after the flesh. And so what I was sharing with you today and what I've shared, you know, primarily— I'm giving you practical steps on how to do things on the planet. Like when I talk about personal development, I am also talking about spiritual development, but I don't know if I've said that explicitly. So let me say that now, right? When I talk about personal development, being your best self, you can't be your best self without working your spirit, man, but your inner world is your spirit, man. So anyway, if you are going to live a victorious life, a, a, a victor- if you're going to live in the victory, that God has already given you, then you have to stop giving Satan, you have to stop giving Satan authority over you. Because the only way that he can have it is if you give it to him. I'm not talking about physical pains. I'm not talking about like, you know, I'm not talking about this is how you get to happily ever after or bliss or anything like that, right? So don't read into what I'm saying in that way. But what I'm saying is uh, when you have these negative beliefs about yourself that does not line up with God's word, that is a trick of the enemy. And that is a spiritual attack that is launched from the spirit world. It manifests here in your thoughts and in your mind. But listen, you have power over the enemy. If you use your power, your prayer, and when I say your power, it's really Christ's power. right? When you walk in his strength, The enemy cannot defeat you. So so the things that you're dealing with in your life, the prayers that you can't get answered, it might be because you have not submitted your life to the king in a way where he can um, have the dominion over your life like the victory he's given you. You're allowing Satan to have dominion, but he's a defeated foe. I've heard that all my life, but I just—I think I just got it today. If I, I, I'm 51, but I just got it. He's a defeated foe, but if you don't walk after the Spirit, you won't know he's a defeated foe. And so, and you don't even think about Satan. You just think about how hard life is. You just think about how difficult it is, how sad you are, how you can't get this right, right? And you don't allow God to come in and create a new creature in you, like the Word says. And I just wanted to stop by to encourage you to change that. All right. I just want to encourage you to change that. Uh, listening to this, uh, I immediately said, you know what? I'm, I'm going to fast. Uh, I'm going into a fast and uh, I'm laying before God and um, getting back to, you know, really memorizing scripture because Satan only responds to the word. I don't know if you know that. See, Jesus is the word. In the beginning was the word. The word was with God. And the word was God and the word became flesh. That's Jesus. And when Jesus was tempted by Satan, he used the word on him. So we're going to follow Jesus' model and we're going to use Jesus on Satan because Jesus is the word. That's the only thing he responds to. He does not respond to you making a decision. You know what? I'm going to be better. You know what? I'm going I'm to quit smoking. You know what? I'm going to learn that, I'm going to treat my wife better. I'm going to go to Clifton Brantley and I'm going to get these skills and I'm going to be a better man. Perhaps. If you don't allow God to do what he does in your heart, you're will you you're just, you're just spitting out words. You're just spitting out words. The enemy, is, he's already defeated, but he is very crafty. And what he will do to you, the same thing he did to Adam and Eve, he will trick you out of your blessing, trick you into making you think that you are something that you're not, which is a slave to sin. The addiction that you're dealing with, God can deliver you from it. Yeah, you got to do some things. Right? You may have to do some natural things, go into a 12-step program, whatever the case. But the power behind that comes from God's Word because what we see on the planet is manifest first in the spiritual realm. And I can't go deep into that right now. That's all I got for you because, you know, I hadn't really studied like Dr. Evans have said it's just the move the, the message moved me so much I'm like you know what let me go back and add this piece cuz I didn't add it this morning and I want to make sure that I am a good steward of what over what God gives me and make sure that I am leading you in the right direction and I know this is for who it's for it ain't for everybody not every you know some of you want to keep you know trying to figure it out in your own strength and you know you want to keep uh, reading books And I think I've been guilty of that subconsciously, not realizing I'm reading all these psychology books, but you're not putting as much emphasis on God's word where your power really lies. Yeah, I ain't doing that no more. Okay, yeah. So so uh, just wanted to encourage you with that. So I hope this was helpful for you. I know it was helpful for it was helpful for whoever it's for. Right. Um, Don't allow the enemy to manipulate you and trick you into thinking that god has turned his back on you don't let him trick you into thinking that you are defeated no he's defeated don't let him trick you into thinking that you need to be afraid of him he needs to be afraid of you if you decide to put on the whole armor of god god created so god will give you the armor of god but he's not gonna put it on you for you how do you enter into the armor of god primarily through prayer and his word Okay, all right, y'all take care.